This is Eric Decker, and you are listening to the Laces In Podcast with Eric Allen, Alex Jimo, and your host, Ethan Greenberg. What's up, Jets Nation? That was Eric Decker. Unfortunately, suffered a shoulder injury on the IR. He's still in our hearts. He's still here. He'll be with us throughout the season. Laces In. Yeah, he's not playing. We haven't lost him. It's He'll okay. be back. He'll it's, be back. It's a loss on the field and in our hearts and in the hearts of Jets fans. But nonetheless, we're inside the Forum Park Studios. Ethan Greenberg alongside Alex Jimo and Eric Allen. Ethan is wearing black pants today, brown shoes, and a brown belt. And I guess you can get away with that, right, Alex? Here comes the weekly fashion update. And my man Eric is dressed. I like his outfit today. He's rocking it. But, Ethan, you look good, too. I like it. I'm digging both of the outfits today. Appreciate that. Coming from a grumpy Jimo over here, you're feeling a little (laughs) under I apologize in advance, you guys. I have a cold, so I might be sniffling slash grossly coughing all over uh, the place. But Just make sure it goes over towards Ethan. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure it goes over that way. This is like the sick corner over yeah, I got here. Yeah. I'm like the lone survivor. Germs coming your way, Ethan. Nonetheless, we're going to touch on the aforementioned <laughs> Eric Decker a little later. We'll talk about the Cardinals as well. But first, I'm going to go to baseball here. Now, Chicago Cubs advancing to the NLCS in dramatic fashion against the San Francisco Our boss, Giants. Chris Gargano, the executive producer here, who we all report to, who oversees the Jets television shows, the Jets' website productions, the social media, all of it, a former San Francisco Giant. He has three championship rings. Three rings. I've For, for the record, he did not play. <laughs> he did, but I'm sure he, he... He played in college, I'm he, pretty sure. He had a couple tears in his skim milk the other night as he was watching, uh. the, wa- watching the game in the bottom I'm of the sure ninth. I'm sure he did. So you're but, talking about the Cubs? Well, no. What, what I wanted to do is... I wanted to talk about your favorite playoff moment growing up or to date. What is your fa- favorite playoff moment that you have witnessed? It doesn't have to be live, that you've watched. It doesn't maybe have to be it, baseball either. It doesn't have to be baseball, but I think yours may be, Alex. Mine is baseball. Um, 2004. I'm a Red Sox fan, everyone. <laughs> but when the Red Sox wow. came back from behind... Three games behind uh, the Yankees. You know, she just said 2,000 people drop off her <laughs> Twitter followers. Wait, you guys, you can still follow me. It's okay. Um, she know, doesn't tweet about them, so it's I okay. I don't tweet about them. But, um, you know, when the Red Sox came back, that was thrilling. And David Ortiz, my favorite player of all time, just retired. I'm going to miss you, Poppy. Take it away, Eric. <laughs> favorite playoff moment, mm-hmm. whether I was watching or there? It doesn't matter. Just the, it, it could either be a team that you rooted for or root for, or it could be just, wow, that was an amazing moment. Uh, that's difficult. But in a couple of playoff wins here that were very memorable. I would think back to 02 when uh, the Jets shut out Peyton Manning 41 nothing, and the Meadowlands, oh, Meadowlands was unbelievable. And, and a week before, the Jets beat a Brett Favre-led Packer team by a score of 42-17. to to win an improbable AFC's title at 9-7. and seven. Chad Pennington, who is a weekly guest on my podcast, uh, had that team really going. And the atmosphere, the environment, the Meadowlands, I think is the best I've experienced here as a Jet employee, I would say. See, mine, you guys may be a little surprised at, it actually came in a loss. My favorite playoff moment is 2006 NLCS. Andy Chavez 
the Mets left fielder, robbing Scott Rowland of a home run and then doubling up Jim Edmonds at first base to mm -hmm. keep the Mets alive. Unfortunately, the Mets lost that series, and it was a sad moment, but that, mm -hmm. that one moment when Andy Chavez climbed the wall was by far and away the most exhilarating moment I have ever witnessed as a fan of the New York Mets. Yeah, that was thrilling. I remember that. Uh, Kirk Gibson had a... Uh, Kirk, uh oh yeah. He's breaking chairs in the floor of our studio. Uh, it must have been leg day. <laughs> leg day. Kirk Gibson. Look at those calves. A home run against the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, uh, that, a little before my time, but... Yeah, Ricky Henderson was there, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire. That was an unbelievable team, and that was a dramatic home run. I don't like the Dodgers. I do like the Oakland A's. And it was a famous call by Jack Buck. Um, Joe Buck's dad. That's right. Mm -hmm. cool. a, a, a big home run to right field. It was very Hollywood because Gibson was hurt. He hobbled out there. Oh, was that when he was doing this? Yeah. This pumping? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One okay. of the more dramatic moments that you'll ever see. But I wasn't a Dodgers fan, so who cares about that? Mm -hmm. But as a Jets employee, there's some other things. I remember being... Uh, watching the Buffalo Sabres sweep the Boston Bruins and Brad May scored on a breakaway and Rick Jenneret, who was the play-by-play -play guy in Buffalo, said, had a famous call, Mayday, 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 Brad May, as the uh, Sabres swept the Boston Bruins. That was a great I'm going to say, there, was there a, had to be a little bit of hockey in here for oh, you. Oh, huh? hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the hockey. Yeah, of course. All right, <clears throat> so we talked about it before. We're going to have to talk on it a little bit. Is Eric Decker. Big news this week, going on IR. Unfortunate for the New York Jets, but what's the stopgap here? Because a lot of fans, you know, take take a deep breath here. This is this will be what the third week without having Decker in the lineup, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they played the Seahawks game and the Steelers game without Decker. So this is entering week three. EA, what is what is the stopgap here for the New York Jets? What can you expect, or who are you looking for to step up? Well, you said stopgap. I mean, I think there's a lot of unknown here. Ryan Fitzpatrick came in last year and operating in an offense with Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker threw 31 touchdown passes last season. The thing about Decker is he excelled in the red zone, and he also excelled on third down. Those guys, what made Fitzpatrick to Decker so special was the chemistry. The chemistry. Right. I, I listened to your podcast with Chad yesterday that will be going up shortly on the website, and he said there's a lot of moving targets right now for Ryan Fitzpatrick and this offense. And frankly, when your number two guy, a guy as good as Eric Decker, goes down, it makes Ryan's job that much harder. You're right. So what, Quincy obviously is that go-to number two guy, and you got to bring you know. Something that you mentioned a couple weeks ago that I want to circle back on here is that you said you wanted to see more two setbacks of Matt Forte and Bilal Powell. Yeah. And with, I don't know if you, if you, you know, I, I found this a rather staggering statistic. Powell is the Jets' third leading receiver in number of receptions with 21 behind Brandon Marshall and Quincy Inunua. And he's averaging just under seven yards a catch. And right behind him is Matt Forte. So I think... Something right. that you alluded to a couple of weeks ago is that the Jets could be using Forte and Powell at the same time. Right. They're both clearly very active right. in the passing game. And Eric, like a big, a big thing with with Fitz now is that he has to move on from Decker. He still has Brandon, obviously his go-to, and Quincy he can trust, but he needs to trust Robbie Anderson and, and Sharon Peak and those guys. Um, to, he needs to like let them fly a little bit, right? Yeah, I would imagine that. 
they will take steps forward here over uh, time, and it's going to take time because it's not just going to be there off the bat. Robbie Anderson is a rookie, undrafted free agent, had a great preseason. He's vaulted from basically the five to a three in no time, so practice is uh, critical. Fitz is very... Um, and any quarterback is like this. You have to be on point with your receiver. So for the route, it's 12 yards. He's expecting the receiver to be there at 12, not at 11. You know, these guys in the NFL, the difference between college and the National Football League is I think you have to be very precise with your route running. It's a lot different. And Decker and Fitz, they could adjust on the fly. They could see something, and they didn't have to have any kind of verbal communication. Right where they know what each other was thinking. With rookies, with these guys, while they're talented, and this is not a knock on them, it's going to be a process. I did like what I saw at Austin Safarian Jenkins, made a couple catches. Um, maybe he can help mm -hmm. this team out in the passing game. And then, Alex, you mentioned it. You're right. Uh, you do have Bilal Powell and Matt Forte, two guys who are not only accomplished runners with the football, but they can help you in the receiving game as well. They're trusted veterans. You mentioned Paul. I'm not surprised by him having 21 catches. In fact, you look at the last three weeks now, he's had six catches in each game. The thing is, with the Jets, what would be helpful, you two, is I think they have to find a way to stick with the running game. And that's not questioning Chan Gailey. That's more questioning the predicaments the Jets are getting themselves into because right. they find themselves playing from behind so right. Chan feels like I got to put it up. If you're close and you're in a in third the red zone, In the red zone, I also I listened to your podcast, obviously, but it, Chad was saying, Chad Pennington was saying, in the red zone, they need to get in more goal line situations and that comes with running the ball more towards that. I mean, right? you saw it against Buffalo, the Jets, <clears throat> Matt Forte had 30 rushes, right. ended up in Jets' victory last Last game against the Steelers, the Jets ran the ball with Forte three times. Right. So Chan Gailey is a wonderful play caller, and people are going to call me a homer. I don't care. This is a team that finished number three in the National Football League in red zone offense last year. They also set a franchise record in terms of yards, and that was with a quarterback in his first year with the Jets, Brandon Marshall in his first year with the Jets, Decker in his first year with the Jets. Chan Gailey is as good as they come, and as Bill Cowher said, that he is flexible. He's going to adapt this offense to the personnel he has. So we don't know what this offense is going to look like moving forward. Also, just right. well, well, a couple things here. One, I think you got a little ahead of yourself there. It was Decker's second year with the Jets. <laughs> oh, that's you, you right. Got excited. You got excited. I, I was oh, you got excited. Yes. No, you're right. That's a good call. Yep. But uh, uh, in addition to that is the Jets get Jalen Marshall back this week or assuming that he, he was a full participant right. in practice. So. But that's another rugby right. who hasn't practiced last right. couple but, of weeks. But that is right. another piece that could be a potential solution to the puzzle. Not to mention a couple weeks from now we could be talking about Devin Smith, last year's second rounder, who's recovering from the PUP list You don't right replace Eric Decker with you a don't. guy. You Ryan you Fitzpatrick don't. said in the locker room, and he's right on, is that it has to take a group effort. Chan Gailey yes. echoed the same thing today in his press conference. Yeah. But with all these players, they could, you could find the potential pieces as a group collectively to fill the void. Right, and this is going to be a process. Yeah. Some of it is not always going to be pretty. Sometimes you're going to watch a third down, and maybe a guy was just a little bit off on the route. 
I think, yeah, I think, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think what hurts them even more than Eric's talent is his leadership abilities. I mean, he's now... A he's, he's a veteran guy. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be tough, but you know, hopefully they get through it. I, the I, National Football League, 100% injuries. So look at Minnesota. They're 5-0. and And I'm not saying the Jets have the Vikings personnel. My point is, is offensively, they lost their quarterback, the quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. They lost their left tackle, Matt Khalil. They lost a franchise-type running back in Adrian Peterson. And they're still producing so it happens to everybody next Before, man up yeah and you're just not going to have the same kind of guy you don't fill in eric you don't lose eric decker and say ethan greenberg's going to step up and be eric decker oh it, no it's, he's not it's whoa, got to it, be a group it's got to be a group performance it's got to be a collection I, I, I have to go away from this i have to I have to step i, I don't know what decker, myself, that, i have to defend myself here for a minute alex is calling out my football ability well, for the record you've been out there running routes every night nobody's seen you we might have to tape that and put that Wait, on actually, he actually do you see him he gets down in his stance does, and oh, he yeah. actually runs sprints no, 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 it's no, hilarious yeah he didn't see this you take it very seriously he takes himself so seriously Yesterday I was doing sprints and I get a text from our ro our robot social guy because you know he he doesn't have a name he slash she slash it doesn't have a name <laughs> that says run the forty and I said I said I'll do a twenty he said no this is this is for real run the forty so they time I, I, I look upstairs and what I look upstairs I see I see Dylan one one of our one of our social guys and he's waving with his phone so as a joke I get in my forty stance. And who walks out from underneath, which they cannot see, but is the entire linebacking core. Right. And they're all kind of like, they, I think David Harris looked at me and kind of smiled. So I waited a minute, and <laughs> then I ran, and I ran a 5-1. All right. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll take that. And 5-1, I'd like to see you run a 5-1. 5-1 sounds like my height. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see you run a 5-1 giant. Here's a, here's a thing uh, back in the day, I would have ran circles around you. Oh, that is yeah. so not true. The people don't understand the 40 is difficult when you don't train for it. And the other thing is it's all about to start. Yeah. It's all about to start. Right. You have to train for it with literal professionals who help you off at the That's start. That's why the NFL Combine is kind of silly, right? Some I don't, of it is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's an it's a athletic show. Yeah. When, and some of an it is amazing. An underwear show, too. How about, how about Byron Jones a couple <laughs> years all, ago? They all walk around in spandex. Like, well, I don't see that part, thankfully. They're naked. I've been to the combine a lot naked. of years. <laughs> I don't see any naked dudes. <laughs> Al Alex is excited to go to the combine this March. <laughs> no, I dread that. It's weird. All right, moving yeah, on. Don't Next worry. subject. You would never be around that yeah, dudes I, in underwear. I'll pass. I'll pass. Okay, all right. Let, let, let's move on here. We're going to move on to Arizona. Now the Jets play the. Are we leaving today? Because no. my flight is booked for Saturday. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on to Arizona. Now we're not gonna go there. We can't there go now. yet. I'm not packed. Okay. <laughs> the Jets last time they traveled to Arizona, 2004. Okay, and just to to do a little time traveling here, 2004. I was there. Go ahead. Okay, well, you were there. Well, of course you were there. 2004. Have you missed the Jets game in, like, 15 years? Yeah, I have. You have? Oh, yeah, we've rotated travel okay, throughout okay. the years. Okay. Sure. 2004 was the year that Facebook launched, just to put things in Holy moly. It, that, is, that is colossal. It was also the year I graduated eighth grade and went to high school. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Just Ga to put it in perspective. Gas price at, in 2004 was 174 a gallon. <clears throat> okay. It hasn't really gone up too much. The number one song was what? Was Yeah by Usher 
in 2004. Do you know that song, EA? No, you got to hum it for Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even seem that too from too long ago. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, Wait, did you hey, get it from yeah. my... Hey, yeah, by Outkast. Yeah. Yeah, hey, y'all, if I ain't got hey, you, Alicia Keys. Confessions by Usher, Tipsy. If, if I ain't got you by Alicia Keys, how does that go? Oh, uh, oh! I know how oh, to sing I don't, it. Up. I'm not singing that one. I am, that's, <laughs> no one in this room not, has has the pipes yeah. that Alicia Keys has. I cannot has. do Alicia. No, She's no, 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 no. Dirt off your shoulder, Jay Z. Another fantastic song. There are a lot of good songs that came out. And if you're feeling a little angsty, you could go numb by Linkin Park. If you're going for like an aggressive run, there's a lot of things you could do here. What's an aggressive run? If you're like, if if you're in the mindset that you just want to sprint and you're in a bad mood, no, it's more like a heavy a little, lift. Yeah, it's like a heavy lift. Thank you. Okay. That, that's yeah, he, a, know, I have my he translator knows about over that. Here. He knows a little something about. I have heavy my translator. Lift. How about just lose it by Eminem? Oh, you gotta lose yourself. Yeah. No, no, no. That's oh, not lose the, yourself. Oh, that's Eight Mile. Oh uh, my God. Oh Maron, this is this is embarrassing. Did you just all Maron on me? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that that a ta- that's Italian. Yeah. I'm Italian. You at can't heart. use that. I'm Italian at heart. <laughs> the the heart. 2004 in film. Okay. The number one grossing film in 2004. Can, can we get a guess here? No. Give, give me an actor's name. Titanic. Actor's Mike. Name. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Oh, so that would be the uh, the stuff where they're in the basement. Halloween shooting. H2O? Oh, no. What the no. heck is that? <laughs> um, Halloween H2O? What's Michael, st- wait, what's Michael st- Myers? No, oh, what, I thought you were talking about Michael Myers. What, what's the stuff where they're in... Uh, that's his name. I think that's They're in name. Chicago, and they shoot him, and the, the other dude, Dana Carvey, shoot the stuff downstairs in the basement. Who is the lead actor in Austin Powers? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Again. Isn't that Mike Myers? Isn't yeah. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, I just want to say Michael Myers is also a serial killer. Yeah. So that's I thought you were talking about them. The answer movie. is Shrek Two. Was well, really Shrek Two. Yeah. Well, Shrek Two. God, I feel followed old. by Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. But Shrek Two is Spider-Man Two, and I have to put this out there because it's one of the best movies, The Incredibles. Fantastic animated movie. Who's in you the... look like an incredible. Yeah, I look incredible. You, yeah, you look a little animated. You could be a little animated. Oh, I, I thought you were just saying I look incredible. <laughs> no, nobody said that. <laughs> Did you? Well, I'm taking fashion compliments. In 2004, you were incredible. seven, so you were watching the Harry Potter yeah, stuff, weren't you? Yeah, you were a child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I saw. I actually saw the number seven grossed movie in 2004, which is Meet the Fockers. 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 Gay Lord Fokker. Uh, EA is absolutely on have fire. You, have you seen Meet the Parents, the original? Yes. Of course. It, which one do you think is better? Meet the Parents, 100%. I, Meet the Parents is one of the funniest movies 100%. of all time. I, when I, he I saw, milks the, with the cat, the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Meet the Parents after Meet the Falkers, so I was... I was shown to the worst one, my parents said, but at least I've seen it. I think both. we all both, have the giggles were, today. Both were outstanding, but Shrek 2, whatever. I've probably seen that too, but I don't I, remember. I like no. original Shrek yeah. more than... I don't like Shrek 2 or 3 or Donkey. 4. <laughs> I love Donkey. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yes, yeah. I know who Eddie Murphy is. <laughs> I didn't, I'm didn't. i not questioning your knowledge of Eddie Murphy. What do you know you about heard, Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Coming to America is like one of my favorite movies. Rush uh, Hour uh, 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You just confused Chris Tucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, we have to cut that out. No. Oh, my God. We, that was We have amazing. to cut that out, Jason. Oh. All right, sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, all right, we're, mo- we're moving on to Arizona because 2004 was clearly a little too lit to handle. So we're going to move on to Arizona. Monday Night Football, the Jets' first Monday Night Football game of the 2016 season takes place this Monday, October 17th, the University of Phoenix Stadium. 
And apparently, I was told that the Jets haven't lost to the Arizona Cardinals since, since nineteen. I'm quizzing EA. <laughs> well, I don't know. This is a seventy-five. Nineteen seventy-five. I only knew it. This is I a big it. Jason Levine stat that he yeah. keeps on repeating throughout yep. the hallways here. And, you, <laughs> and weren't they called the St. Louis Cardinals at that time? I they. In the 1970s, yes, they yeah. were. Yeah, and then St. Louis Cardinals. Wait, so and then this is Arizona. my question: St. Louis had a baseball team, yes, and a football team with the same name. I don't. They probably weren't at and the same why? time. Why would you do that? Let's get a little more creative. Cardinals, is, Cardinals are beautiful birds, Alex. But like, why would you want like a call them the Blue Jays or something? Ooh. I mean, like, switch I, it up. I actually don't no. know. Hold on. I don't know if the same <laughs> if the baseball and football teams. Were both the Cardinals both in St. Louis at the same time? They were both named the St. Louis Cardinals, so I don't know. I don't understand. That's Ma- maybe, maybe the fans missed the Cardinals so much that they just switched sports. Switched sports. Oh yeah. Or they played both sports. The players. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so, but we we can go with little that. Little Bo Jackson action. Little little Jackson action. <laughs> Jackson. No, I don't remember the 1975 Jets win. I, no, 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 I wasn't there. Are you sure? Was that, was, maybe that was the only game he missed. Yeah, he missed that one. <laughs> I wasn't there. Nonetheless, the Jets will be there Monday night. No, we'll be in Arizona. Uh, not in St. Louis. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. We'll I'm be wrong. in Arizona. I'm wrong. We'll, be... we'll be in Arizona. May, may, not St. Louis. Nonetheless, the Cardinals will be there. The last time we went there, 2004, we were at Sun Devil Stadium. Sun Devil Stadium. That's, That's correct. That's where the ASU plays, right? Arizona yes. State. Yeah. Yeah. And. That press box is close to heaven as well. Way close up to there. Heaven. How's this ha- one? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, you have never been there. I've never obviously. been there. Obviously. Okay, All right. Cool. Well, well, we'll have to hear a report back. Because Wait. is this the other than, oh, I guess San Francisco you will see later this season, too. You haven't been there yet, right? The new stadium there? No. We stayed close to there when we went to uh, played Oakland last year, but we were just in the neighborhood. I'm super excited. I actually ran by it, Levi Stadium. Oh, really? Yes. Apparently, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but there is a, um, what's it called? A, not a whirlpool. Lazy a lazy river, river <laughs> yes. outside our hotel. And I, that's where you can find me on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> 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 With a little pina colada in my hand. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Well, we're going to talk <laughs> about football now, if that's, if that's okay. Yeah, I guess. You're going to have to get off the lazy river for like <laughs> 10 minutes here. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. So, again, the Jets traveling for the first time to Arizona since 2004 have never lost to the Cardinals since 1975. And, EA, I know you talked about this with Steve McClendon on Inside the Jets. Yes. Arizona has a very special place in his heart. Yeah, McClendon made his first National Football League start after being cut from the Steelers' active roster and practice squad five times. Uh, he made his first NFL start in Arizona, 32-20 to 20 win for the Steelers back in 2011. He said his leg went numb during the game because he's just in disbelief. He flew from a family and friends in there, so that was quite a moment for Steve, and I'm sure it, it, this place is special for him to return to. After uh, The guy's an undrafted free agent out of Troy. That's pretty who cool. Who played six years with <clears throat> the Steelers, so, you know. <clears throat> Troy was also one of the highest-grossing films in 2004. Do you know where... <laughs> do you know, and Brad Pitt well, was in it. Let's put Alex on the spot here. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Do you know where the college uh, Troy is? Uh, where? Upstate New York. Wrong! Alabama! Wait! 
Wait, oh, that's Troy. I'm thinking of Troy, Troy I'm thinking New York. Of literal <laughs> Troy, New York. <laughs> All right. And I Troy got might be a university, by the way. So it's probably might be Troy University, but that's Alabama. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure there's a Troy in that, Troy. That, there's a Troy, New York. I don't know if there's a I, Troy. I've never in heard Troy. of a Troy. Right. Have you heard of Troy, New York? I was talking about no. upstate. Troy, Troy. New York is, is near the Saratoga, Albany area. Okay. It's by so you pass through Troy to go to Syracuse. I imagine. But so I've never heard of a well, Troy. Well, wait, 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 time out. I time thought out. you were throwing me like a uh, your curveball, a psychological okay. question. I just well, you you, I you, just, you just touched on something that I wanted to touch on. Yeah. Mentioned Syracuse. What about Syracuse, Syracuse? alum Chandler Jones Chandler now Jones. playing? For the Arizona Cardinals. And your point is what? I lived on the same floor with him freshman year of, of college. So it's pretty cool. We I had lunch together a few times, me and like eight other people. We didn't like go out together for lunch, but we ate in the same cafeteria. We may need to fact check that. We I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to we went we went to uh the cafeteria food is awful at Syracuse. So Graham Hall. It's awful. It is wait, awful. Wait, no, Graham, it was at Flint. So what was that called? Graham Hall between Graham, Flint and Graham. Right. Day. It's been a while. But yeah. It's been a while. So yeah, he, he was he was around. So I know Chandler. And Chandler's Good having football a, player. This is Chandler's first year in Arizona. Yes. Came over from New England. That's correct. So obviously the Jets are very familiar with he Chandler. Had 12 Jones. sacks last season. He yeah, he he has he has put together an impressive season. He is four this year. Yeah. Uh, I wrote about him in scouting my scouting. He's probably the best piece. Syracuse football player alum to come out since what Dwight Freeney like. Uh, well. Right. Syracuse has I, impressive alum, <laughs> but Chandler Jones is the best. <laughs> In a long time. A long time, yeah. For sure. And He's a good player. He is a good player. They have a good defensive front. They do. The, they have a very impressive defense, and right now the Cardinals sit at 2-3, and three, but the Jets, or excuse me, the Cardinals, have a very talented roster, and a lot, the buzz is right now that the Cardinals have underperformed with their roster, with their talent. Carson Palmer, again, almost reviving his career. He put up career numbers last year, and this year he has, he had one bad game in Buffalo okay. where he threw four picks, so right. he has five picks on the year. He's very impressive at home. What impresses you about this Cardinals team, even though they have a losing record? Well, you mentioned Palmer. The chemistry between him and Larry Fitzgerald is pretty unique, uncanny. The Jets has talked about Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, and that chemistry is tremendous. But uh, Fitzgerald is a big receiver. He's not going to outrun you, but he's crafty, and he's got unbelievable hands. Yeah. Uh, Arizona has a running back, David Johnson, know thy name. Guy went to Northern Iowa. He's a budding star in the National Football League. Oh, he went to Northern Iowa, huh? Yeah. I didn't he know that. 14 yards a catch out of the backfield. A he's, catch? He's... Uh, in each of the Cardinals' first five games, more than 100 total yards. And then defensively, Chan Gailey was saying today that they have a number of great individual talents. You think about Patrick Peterson, you think of the Honey Badger, you think of Calais Campbell on that defensive interior, 15-and-a-half career sacks, and then those guys on the outside, the Chandler Joneses, um, the Marcus Goldens. they got guys who can make plays, bottom line. Um, so be a challenge. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge. I actually, for the first time, I was I was I got into work a little later today because I was covering um, a Tanika Bowles event um, in Elizabeth, New a, Jersey. A Play sixty event. Yes. Yeah, Todd Bowles' hometown. I was at that high school, but I was as I was walking back into the facility, the guys were outside practicing and they were pumping up the crowd noise volume. Oh right. 
And I was taken aback. I was like, wait, is practice open to the meter? And I was like, no. And then I realized it was the crowd noise. That place is going to be absolutely rocking. Well, yeah, Monday, Monday night, night football. Monday night football, Monday prime night time. football is prime is prime time. Prime time. And, and as Bart Scott said on your podcast, that Monday night is really special, not only for people like us, but for the players. And this I, is the the game that the peers watch. They want to go out there and play the best. So. And I, I just want to throw this out there: Monday night football. And is play-by-play talent, Sean McDonough, Syracuse alum. Oh, yeah. Replacing <laughs> former Syracuse talent, Mike Tirico. <laughs> Where did John Groom go to school? <clears throat> oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't know. matter. Oh, huh? wait, okay. did he go to, uh, no. Did he go to Florida? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> Do you know where he went? No, not offhand. <laughs> okay. It well, only matters if they go to Newhouse. Yeah, yeah. it only matters if they go to Syracuse. Yeah, You're that's 100% it. correct. I like McDonough. Do you? Yeah. Why not? Good guy. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Uh, uh, Tarico is brilliant. I mean, he's. I mean, Tarico is is uh, unbelievable, yeah. and wish him the best at NBC. By the way, we got a fabulous play-by-play guy ourselves in New York Jets, Bob White Shoes with Shoes, and do you know where he went to school? BC. Yeah, who told you that? <laughs> I knew. You didn't know that. Oh, I swear. I quizzed you on that. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 no, no, no. Whoa, whoa. I knew before walking in these I doors. I didn't know that Shoes went Jets to BC. Drive. Okay. With shoes, with shoes in is someone that we analyze in school a lot. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he's extremely talented. We had a checklist, a radio checklist, where for football. You had to you had to listen to a broadcast and you had to check off every time they said like the down the yard line players they set up the scene and we had a whole checklist and Wachusen's was by far oh, he's the, the most. Stop. He he's on he's a tremendous talent. Yeah. Nonetheless, great talent. I wonder what game he has for ESPN this weekend on Saturday before he comes up. Me too. Oh, he's got a doubleheader. Oh sure, yeah. Mm. He does that most weeks. All right. Well, we talked about the Cardinals just a little bit just then. I want to flip it right now to the Jets and that. Again, we talked about it, prime time. Yeah. What do you expect the New York Jets? What, what is one aspect of the game that you think that Jets fans should be expecting? More of like a, for me, for example, I think that game plan-wise, it could be a little more stylistically like the Buffalo game. Arizona has the 23rd-ranked rushing defense in the NFL right now. So I think that the Jets are going to be focused in on Matt Forte, Blaw Powell, and eating up time and making sure that the Arizona offense does not have as much time to operate because they have a lot of firepower, as you mentioned before. <clears throat> That's interesting. I'm, I'm interested in the head-to-head matchup of Bruce Arians against Todd Bowles, the mentor, as EA <laughs> said, teaching the mentee. So that'll be an interesting uh, chess, chess match. Two um, soft-spoken guys um, should be fun. Yeah, I would not get, uh, and I think we do this sometimes, we get carried away with the stats. The thing that jumped out of me when Gailey talked uh, today was that he said that the Cardinals have given up a couple big plays, so the stats have gotten out of whack. Now, we have talked about the run game. Controlling the clock uh, would be helpful, but you've got to score points. You've got to finish in the red zone. What I, what I see from Arizona so far this season, slow starters. Zero points in the first quarter so far in 2016 for the Arizona Cardinals. Also, what is going to happen with the Jets after halftime? Can they make those two or three plays to get them over the hump? People look at the score in Pittsburgh and say it was a blowout. I was there. Alex was there. I don't think the game was a blowout. I saw a 14-13 game in the third quarter. 
where the sides were going back and forth, and then there were little moments that Pittsburgh took the game over. Right. A punt, a 52-yard punt, Antonio Brown with a long return that sets up a field goal. Not being able to convert on third down. The Jets were just 2 of 11 on third down. Games can swing on a few plays. People don't want to hear that. That's the truth. If the Jets are there, which I fully expect them to be, they are. as the second half starts, can one or two of these guys make a play and give them that confidence to get over the hump. This would be a big win. The season is not over, okay? It's one and four. I don't want to hear the crap. Over. That's a bunch of crap. And also, they need. You brought up Larry Fitzgerald. They also need to. This secondary needs to contain Josh Brown. He's also John Brown. John Brown. I'm sorry, John Brown. He's a huge deep threat. So the secondary needs to lock that down and hopefully not give up these big chunk plays that have been happening. Yeah, there was only. I think there was only a couple uh, long plays against Pittsburgh. There were two. There yeah. were two plays of over 20, 20 yards. And the Sammy. Okay. The Sammy Coates play sets the tone, so that gets stuck in people's memory. What Pittsburgh did is they put Ben Roethlisberger almost entirely out of the shotgun, and they got rid of the ball quickly. Todd Bowles said it that, hey, listen, it depends on the game plan, but he thought the defensive line played fine against uh, their, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Excuse me. Carson Palmer is more of a statue back there. He is a great player. He has a tremendous arm. And... He has not been in rhythm early this season, but listen, you don't want Carson Palmer to, to get hot against you, but he's different than Big Ben, okay? He's not going to be a guy who's moving around too much. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see the way they attack because they do have a dynamic runner in this guy Johnson. You know, Tyran Matthew, the safety for the Cardinals, compare, he said this is the next Marshall Falk referring to David Johnson. And something that you touched on before that I just want to hit on real quick. Statistically speaking, you said you talked about the third quarter yep. and right before half. The Arizona Cardinals' best two quarters are the second and third quarter by virtue of points put up. In the second sure. quarter this season, they put up 55 points. In the third quarter, they put up 39. The Jets have put up seven points in the third quarter, comparatively, mm -hmm. just to put things into perspective. So clearly starting fresh out of the gate after the 15-minute intermission is going to be key. And it's execution. It's little stuff. People don't want to hear that, but it really is little stuff. If you get some yards on first and second down and third and short, you got to pick up whether that's somebody coming up with a catch or the throw being there or you're getting an extra block in there, and that sustains the drive, and that flips field position, even if you don't get points. Conversely, it's a three and out. Also, it's the special teams making a play. It's got to be complementary football. So far, the Jets haven't put together a game where I think the guys would come out of the locker room and say, hey, we played a complete game. Right. Even, even their win in, in Buffalo, there were moments in there where, you know. They, didn't, they need to finish. Right. Finish. It's, a, it's a game of inches, simply yeah. put. And, again, if you're this far into the podcast, you probably don't need to know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. This is Laces In. <laughs> Ethan Greenberg, Alex Shimo, and Eric Allen. Please subscribe to the Jets Podcast Network. Again, it's real easy. Take out your phone, type in Jets Podcast Network, and you press subscribe. You get all this Jets access, this Jets information. You get a little information about the year 2004. Who knows? Maybe we'll go into another year next time. But you get a lot of great information about the Jets, stuff that you don't get anywhere else. And plus, you get to hang out with us for about half an hour a week. What more could you ask for? I don't we, know. Are we going to get to our suicide picks? That's exactly what, what I'm, I'm going really into. Upset You're asking about me this. what else I can ask I'm for. I'm upset All about right. this. 
<laughs> okay, grumpy Jimo. Cam Newton didn't play last week, and it wasn't fair, so I lost. That's all. That's all I'm saying. He, okay. he was out for a concussion protocol. Good thing this is for entertainment purposes only, because that excuse yeah. would not work well in <laughs> Las Vegas. Uh, excuse me, Commissioner. But this is why I do excuse not me, gamble. Commissioner of, of said suicide pool. That was not fair. Not I'd like fair. to be reinstated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Nonetheless. Okay. What? And, and so we've been here for five weeks. I think I'm perfect in suicide. You are perfect, pool. and that kudos. Where to you. is the belt? Oh God! Okay. Okay. Oh, is that speak, coming? Speak, speaking of belt, Ronda Rousey's coming back, and she's fighting December thirtieth for the national. Remind the me not to watch that. Remind oh, me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because sure. I don't just, care. Just, just t put a uh, put a reminder in your iPhone there. Go ask. You in the mixed martial arts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not not particularly. I just think that it's it, she's a big name. Yeah, it's a big name. Yeah. If, she's you know, a big if girl. I go, if I go to a bar and, and I don't think she's it. that big. I no, wouldn't want to get in a let. I would not get in a ring with that woman. No, I wouldn't either. She's big. She's. She probably weighs less than 100. How much do you think? 125? You think she weighs less than 100? No. How much I, do you think I weigh? No, no, no. He said 125. 125. I'll look it no up. No way. I'll look it up she weighs more than I'll that. I'll look it up while you All right. lead us. All right. You look that up. I want to know. All right. So we got Denver at San Diego, San Francisco at Buffalo, Jacksonville at Chicago, LA at Detroit, Pittsburgh at Miami, Cincinnati at New England, Carolina at um, New Orleans, Baltimore at... Uh, New York Giants, Cleveland at Tennessee, Philly at Washington, Casey at Oakland, and then of course the NY Jets. Oh, I'm I'm missing more. Dallas at Green Bay, Atlanta at Seattle, Indianapolis at Houston, NYJ at Arizona. Ronda Rousey, five seven, one hundred thirty-five pounds. Oh yes! That's the, to me. That's still a, it's really not prim. that big. I'm no. not going to give my weight away, no. but that's not. Then big. No, it's not at all. She's just. Jack, though. She is. No, she's pound for pound. She's the strongest of, man on the team. She's an assassin. She's the strongest man she's on the like team. She's like the buster screen. They're saying that she, this might be her last fight because, of course, if you're her, I'd go to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Why well, right. put my face has. out there? Sure she's a has. pretty lady. She was Why on would I even Did bother? Did you see her in Entourage? Yeah. I wouldn't even bother. Like, you, you yeah. Know. Why? Well, the competitive nature in Ronda Rousey. Well, do you know how many millions she gets? Oh, you're going to speak one? for Ronda Rousey now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying that, like, she, you can tell that she's a competitive person. Maybe no, she, she is. just wants one more fight. Walk away. If she wins this this belt, if she wins the fight, maybe she'll she'll go out a champion on top. Yeah, uh, she, she doesn't want to go out on a, lo listen, on a loss. Listen, I'm a boxing fan, and this is not a sexist statement. I'm saying <laughs> nothing no, starts well. No, no. My point is when I'm talking about Ronda Rousey yeah. is that she's made a lot of money. Yeah, get and, out. And now. a lot of times you get into careers based on making a living, earning a living. So she has earned a living and she's probably financially in good shape for decades on, yeah. on end. Agreed, so, but she loves the attention. So I would not be opposed, if I'm in her shoes, to maybe walking away. But again, you're right. You don't know somebody's competitive zeal. Maybe she wants to fight 10 more fights. I don't know. Stay know. tuned and find out. But nonetheless, December 30th, Amanda Nunes is the opponent. Uh, give me Tennessee. Marcus Mariota at home. Uh, they're facing the Cleveland Browns. The Browns will not go winless. I think they'll win a game or two or right, a couple I... games or whatever. And I'm not taking knocks at them. I just think that Tennessee should be feeling good. They just came. I think they won on the road last week in Miami. I like Mariota. I like Mariota in the spot. They got the run game going. They got the Marco Murray. Defensively, they do some things. 
I, I like Tennessee in the spot, and, and it's another week where I'm able to keep some heavyweights to decide in my suicide pool. Uh-huh. I don't, so, okay, so I, I don't even remember who I've picked and who I haven't. Uh, I'll, I'll remember. <laughs> yeah. I'll remember. Go I'll, ahead, Ethan. I'll, Do you I'll, have I'll a pick? On. Hold on, Ethan. Why don't you tell everybody out there who are listening to Laces In here on the Jets Podcast Network yes. what you did last week with your suicide pick? I picked the New England Patriots. Oh, I did. I did. Okay, and, and I won. Well, you picked so you Tom can't Brady. pick the Patriots this week. So who you got? The Steelers. Who are they playing? The Dolphins. Where? Miami. It's a little risky. the The Titans were the other pick that I was dabbling with, but I don't like any of these. I don't like anything. Uh, it's not fair. I don't like anything. Does she have to pick two games again? This no. Is no. Second time we're going to go by record now. We're going to go by record. Yeah, the first time was your fault, so this does not count. Okay? I know it's fault. It's not fair. It's Cam Newton's fault. Right. I got a lot of finger pointing over here. Can I go? Yeah, sure you, you can, can go but can you might I? lose again. Can I go home? God, you guys are so mean. <laughs> no, this, um, this is a tough business. Wait, so Kaepernick's played for um, San Francisco, right? He is. What if I picked Buffalo? I don't want to pick them. I don't want to pick them. So it's like I didn't want to pick the Patriots. My heart is in did. this, and I, and I won. So can't, right. can't really can't really complain about it. All right, to get back in the game, I'm gonna go. With... I'll tell you another pick. I'll, I'll tell you who I think's gonna. I think the Giants will beat Baltimore this week. That's at the metal. That's at metal. It's at my life. I'm yes. gonna go Seattle. I don't think the Giants will win. Seattle against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those are two NFC uh, heavyweights. I don't know who else to pick. Atlanta. I like that pick. That's going to happen. But that's kind of – Atlanta has just beaten Carolina, <clears throat> and then they stomp Denver in their house. So they should be Atlanta feeling awfully good about Denver. Atlanta also started 6-0 and last year and finished 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know. I saw the Seahawks so play eight, us. They were good. Could be a moment of deja vu. So <laughs> I will say, okay, so Tennessee for me, and I'll tell you too, Giants – will beat uh, Baltimore. And that's I'm not, EA's bonus advice. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's one of those games where people look at a uh, toss-up and things like that. I think the Giants at home, and, and uh, listen, I got no rooting interest. I just tell people the way I see it. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I like the Giants in that ball game too. Of two teams who are kind of in the, uh, Baltimore's lost two in a row after starting three and all, and mm-hmm. the Giants have lost three in a row. You know, I, I think the Giants probably get healthy at home, and that's a Baltimore team who is not only playing at MetLife Stadium this week, I guess. I guess they're playing seven. at MetLife wow, Stadium Wow, I didn't even think about back that. Back. Are they just staying in New Jersey? No, <laughs> no they're going to That's a couple enough. hour uh, train I didn't ride. think about it. Back I'd to take back the train if I were them. Yeah, yeah I didn't think yeah. about that either. Nonetheless, that's how we gift wrap week six. Let me give you something okay. else. Oh, oh God. We, we, we got to unwrap the gift real quick. Okay, go Let ahead. me give you something else. I like this weekend... In college football, Ohio State big over Wisconsin. Okay. Big. So Darren Lee can be happy about that. And then finally, Tennessee keeps it real close against, against Alabama. Alabama. What they a, might beat that them. That game was unbelievable last week. Where that is that game? game? Where is that game? That's in Knoxville. Okay. Rocky Top. Yeah, no, I see that. Rocky yeah. Top. And he is, he is giving out what else do you suicide, need? suicide pool <laughs> advice. He's giving out college football advice. 
Next up, next week, maybe we'll do some life advice. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, baseball. I said. I said next week. I say. <laughs> I got Toronto over the. We gotta wrap this I up. Got, I, I got Toronto over the Cleveland Indians. Toronto's home field advantage okay. right now. Is oh my God. Almost unprecedented. Oh, oh, he went with a Canadian you, team. Yeah. That's I, a shot. I thought you were gonna talk about the the Maple Leafs kid that scored four. Oh, oh, Austin Matthews. We should have a whole oh my God. about Austin oh, Matthews. Oh my God, we're stopping here. We're he stopping here. He probably can run a. Laces in. He probably is, run a. Four 40 yard, a little bit less laces than five. Are out. One. Laces yeah. are out. Uh, laces yeah, run a 40. Laces in. Laces in with black pants Week and brown shoes. is done. It is complete. <laughs> the New York Jets travel to you the Arizona you. Cardinals. Who's University the only person Stadium. who's been perfect on the suicide pick? <laughs> Just tell everybody. Let's oh all bow down to EA. That's all we got for Laces In. Again, very entertaining week six and even better week seven on deck next week. The New York Jets traveling to Arizona yeah, to Apparently play the we're going right now. <laughs> he is lit. He's playing lit. the Cardinals Monday night football. You don't want to miss it. Thank you and have a nice day.